Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and thank you so much for continuing this journey. I've had such amazing guests on lately. If you have not yet listened to, I would say, really the past 15 episodes, I'll throw it all the way back to 15, 20 episodes, please go do so. This is the time to enrich your heart, to feed your soul, to free your mind. And brothers and sisters, here is my greatest desire for all human beings, is that everything done in secret is brought to the light. All darkness is brought to the light, that we don't fight darkness. We don't curse the darkness. Instead, we light a candle, as Benjamin Franklin said. You don't drive out hate with hate. You drive out hate with love. You don't drive out darkness with more darkness. You drive out darkness with light. And it is time. We are becoming advocates. Light warriors are advocates for truth. And truth makes us free. Religion has said, come to us and we'll share the truth with you. But light warriors, light bearers, light beings bring truth to others and say, do you know, have you thought of, have you questioned? And we can wrestle, we can have cognitive dissonance all we want, but at the end of the day, the only thing that matters are, is are we free or not? And blaming others and falling into these false games of politics and Supreme Court justice nominations, all this stuff doesn't keep you or doesn't make you free. It keeps you in the same cycle. It's time. You, you could say, well, for the greater good of humanity, you healing, you seeking truth, you being intentional to liberate your soul is the best thing you could ever do for humanity. So welcome to this podcast. I'm excited to bring my sister Bijel Bellamora back. Bellamoria, sorry, sis, back for episode three together. We talk a lot about what's happening right now, the ascension that's taking place, how people are feeling. Some people are exhausted, have fatigue. While we enter and step into this fifth density, the 5D world, a lot of things might be happening with you. You might find yourself tired, irritated. You might find yourself energized. However you're feeling, it is all right. I'm fired up. And I'm here to support you in your journey. I'm here to help you question and seek truth, to liberate your minds, to heal your hearts, to free your souls, to be the beautiful being that you were intended to be from the very beginning. Why you, why you first entered the womb is why you are here right now. And it's time to awaken to that. So my sister, Bijel, thank you so much for joining. And everyone, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for having me back. I'm really, I'm really excited to be on again. Um, how am I? I? I think that the last uh, little bit has been 
a really rigorous um, playing field mm. and it's been a tough game. And I think that I've enjoyed it and immersed myself in it and like really felt everything, you know, it's kind of been heavy to be honest mm. with you. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of introspective work, but at the same time, um, not really identifying so much with, with what's happening rather than witnessing it. And I think that speaks to the shift in the collective consciousness and everybody listening and everybody watching this can attest to that because it's not an individual experience. It's happening to the collective. And right. so no matter where you are and what you're doing, there is um, a shared experience, which is so beautiful because we get to to all share our perspective of how this happened for us. Mm. But that being said, I'm, I'm doing amazing. I think the energies right now are fantastic. I think yes. we're being propelled in the right direction. Yes. And um, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. I yeah. love it. Well, okay. So you're, first of all, you're my very first guest to come on three times, which is so beautiful. That just speaks to how much, like, I love our conversations. I love you thankful for you and yes we have felt the heaviness and we're in this expansive it's um gosh the energy right now is so cleared to expand there's like no it's just go now it's go and talking about being practical grounded helping people where they are last um, night i was with some um, buddies and and um, we were talking all the things and they look at me like what are you, sometimes like what are you talking about and i'm looking at them like why are you talking like that it was really interesting um our conversations and we've been friends for for decades so it was really beautiful but what i think is so important right now for everyone listening. We all have our moments of awakening and we all have our opportunities to, to essentially take off, to lift out of this fog. But what I think people really need to get grounded on right now is what not to do, what not to plug into, to allow the space of expansion to allow the space of clarity to come through. So what over the past month and a half, we've talked we've got highs, the lows, the disconnections, the frustrations, the inner workings, but what were some things that you were not doing that allowed you to create that space? That's a, an amazing question. I think that has been a running theme for me as well. Um, I'm going to start with the first thing is uh, the first thing is judgment hmm. and um, judgment comes through in many different ways. It comes through in a way where it's very assertive and very obvious and you actually engage with it because there's an instant payoff. Mm -hmm. You engage with it because it gives you a sense of rightness. And of course, we know this is the ego. But even though we're conscious of it, we still engage. So that, that's, that's the first one, the very obvious one. Mm 
The second one is when the ego notices that you're catching onto this judgment, it does it in very overt ways. Mm. So you find yourself saying, well, I am righteously judging. And in my judgment, I am standing for truth and I'm standing for love and I'm standing for ascension and awakening and all these beautiful words that, that are being now manipulated into supporting a lower vibration. Hmm. Um, and then there is another way of judging, which is simply association with the ego. Hmm. And so when you're in this third, I think when you're in this third density, third dimensional uh, being in the, in, the, in the body, in the flesh, uh, witnessing the physicality of our being, um, I think that in the third dimension is where the ego exists. Mm. And so as soon as we fully plug into this level of consciousness in the space of thir- 3D, I think judgment is part of the play. Mm. So when we judge our judgment, that is another way that we, we judge. Like yeah. we can judge others. We can con- like self-righteously judge. Yes. And then we judge ourselves. Yes. And we think that in all of these judgments, we think that we are being better, that we are mm. doing better, that we are now progressing and i'm going to speak about judgment through the spiritual lens only because i think that a lot of people that are tuning in are in the same space as us yeah and i think it's it's really important to to note that anytime that we're judging it there is no justification that makes it a higher vibration judgment Mm. it's always going to be judgment yes and there is something in it that there's a payoff for the ego and it prevents you from entering a space where, where justification, validation is not needed. Hmm. And when, we, when we're free of judgment and when we're free of all those lower vibration things, we, we enter a space where everything just is. Hmm. It just is because it's perfect. It, it is because it must be. It is because this is what, is what we have created. And right. in that creation is everything that we need. So yes. how can we judge it, right? That's right. That's, that's why going out in nature, getting outside in nature is, I would say everyone listening, it's the most important thing you could do right now. The tree does not judge the tree next door. <laughs> the blade of grass is not concerned about the next blade of grass. The birds are, everyone is, of their own, I will say divine presence. And all they're doing is living in alignment of themselves. And in their alignment is the relationship with everything that's around them. The tree that stands in alignment allows birds to come dwell, drops its seeds, allows squirrels to live. I mean, and there's no judgment in nature, but humans have, when we are out of alignment, when we are, when we are, when we are wounded, I think judgment is the result of unhealed wounds because we're always trying to protect, calibrate, stop the next wound 
or yeah, it's judgment stems from unhealed wounds. I think it's a, it's a matter of perception, right? So if we Mm. can train ourselves to perceive um, judgment, defensive behavior, any of these, these things that we see, they're, they're essentially all triggers, but if we approach it, and I know you've, um, you've done a lot of inner child work, yes. but if we can just approach it from the perspective of, I'm not dealing with the reality of the person. This is not who they are. This is a part of themselves that has gotten stuck in yes. this pain. Yes. And a lot of times our pain is stuck in childhood, but, but sometimes it's, it's, it's fresher wounds and sometimes it's, it's rites of passage. Um, but if we can witness it as from the perspective of where has this pain stemmed from and not to, to sit in it, not to become it, but just to witness it, where does this pain come from? And then to have that, that real compassion that real hmm. compassion for, for that pain. It's just kind of like, I always bring everything back to parenting because it's probably been my greatest teacher. Hmm. But when my kids, um, when, they, when they go through something, I'll, I'll give an example. Uh, so my daughter started school yesterday and um, she was, her energy was just very closed. Hmm. And we dropped her off and... Um, I was feeling to myself like, okay, so you're all grown up and and you think you're too cool for school and you don't want your parents around. But I realized that there was, and I think it's because of COVID and this new experience, but she was like in in layman's terms, she was nervous and she was feeling anxious, but there, there was something that was holding her there. So rather than me coming at her with, why aren't you hugging me? Mm. why it's okay you can stand with your parents and like you know that mm. passive aggressive sarcastic yeah. yep. all that jazz yeah i could have gone there but instead um actually my husband said i think she's i think she's nervous mm. i think she's feeling nervous and i i realized oh and i and i took myself back to all those times as a kid where i felt alone and i felt nervous and i felt apprehensive and i felt like no one understood mm. and then i just was able to meet her there it wasn't about words. It was just, I was able to meet her there and be like, yeah, you know, that's a real thing. Hmm. That's a real thing. I can honor your experience without judgment. You're right. It's not whether or not you should be nervous or shouldn't be nervous or it's not a big deal or, you know, it's, it is. And, and I witnessed it and it passed and it was okay. And hmm. so I think the same thing is what we need to do with ourselves. It's like, witness it. It is, it is. And it will pass because we saw it, not become it, but we, we witness it and we don't embody it. Right. Which also, I'm sure healed your little girl. Exactly. Right? You saw, you don't, we were aware, you were aware of it because you had it. And then you having that space and how beautiful that your husband also had a different awareness. Cause he may not have had that pain that you perceived because you had that pain and then could heal, create that space for her, but also go back and heal for you. That's this is the, 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 this is the cyclical nature of everything, right? Mm. This is what pulls these experiences that are very tangible, very real life. They're the things that pull you out of duality. 
So when you know that you have the power to interact, not just interact, but to, to become kind of um, in the flow mm. with another, and that in, in the merging of those two energies that you can guide each other and communicate with each other and um, inspire each other and lead each other yeah. and lift each other. So those are the, the moments that, that make you understand in this, in this third dimension of the, it gives you glimpses into the multidimensional aspects of our being. Because I mean, as soon as we rise above this, it's, I'm sure you've had glimpses. There is no separation. Right. It's illusion. That's illusion. That's right. Um, but the, the, the beauty of this life is that there'll, there'll never be a, a massive shock to your system. Mm. It's structured in a way where you get glimpses and then you crave those glimpses. So then you have moments and then the moments turn into, into blocks and those blocks become structures. And then you start building and, and rising up, you know, and, and it's like, if we had to go from this, this space of um, being completely veiled by illusion and then all of a sudden understanding the, the, the trueness of our entirety and, and our full um, expression, I don't think that our nervous system, our, our mm. brains, our physical bodies, the vibration of our beings could calibrate in that way. Mm. So it's designed to be kind of a, you know, um, a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. But that even in that ladder, like it, it's almost like a floating ladder because your vibration is always kind of going up and down and it's necessary right. because you have to trust that that's calibration. That's yeah. your vibration. Just, just doing what it needs to do to serve you. <laughs> so fascinating. As you're talking about that, I got the vision of gratitude and sun and so you know when you're in a plane and it's a cloudy day and you take off and then you rise above the cloud line and it's just sun it's just beautiful it's incredible it's always there mm -hmm. the sun was always there and below the cloud line perhaps the floor is because i'm sitting down on the floor and i can be um I don't know. I could, I could be uh, thinking a million different things about how much I hate that I had to wear the mask in the grocery store today and hmm. blah, 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 and listen to my narrative. Or I could recognize that right now in this space and time, I'm agitated. If I sit down to meditate, it'll probably perpetuate this narrative that I have in my head. And so hmm. to stop that and to close it down, I'm going to do something that really pulls my vibration up. Because I truly enjoy it. Or is because I'm sitting down on the floor and I could be, um, I don't know, I could, I could be uh, thinking a million different things about how much I hate that I had to wear the mask in the grocery store today and hmm. blah, 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 and listen to my narrative. Or I could recognize that right now in this space and time, I'm agitated. If I sit down to meditate, it'll probably perpetuate this narrative that I have in my head. And so hmm. to stop that, and to close it down, I'm going to do something that really pulls my vibration up. 
because I truly enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If we were to equate the sun to truth, to knowing, to, um, to the experience of bliss. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could pull all sorts of things, but if we equate that the sun to, to something greater, our, our greater selves, the greater part of ourselves, if we equate mm. it to that. And we can look down and we can equate the world to the parts of our being that are formed to create these, the, these parts of our lives. Mm. And they're simply there in, in, a way that's organized that they hold meaning and they teach us things, but it's not so much for, for to be taught, but also just to enjoy. Mm. Um, And I think, I think when we're able to like really take that bird's eye view, it's, it's a real example of how we can approach the rest of our lives as well. That is, um, I mean, I feel like that's where everyone wants to be. They get to be there. We get to come get to that place of that's what being is. I think you shared, did you share? I think I'm pretty sure you did, but if you didn't, it's still a great quote is that prayer is talking to God. Meditation is God talking to you. Have you seen that? Or did you share that? I don't know, but talked about something yet. Like, yeah. And it's like, when we, meditate and get grounded in the present moment it's 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 rising to that knowing and truth and um i was talking to a a guy the other day he said the solar plex is the solar system and all knowledge is contained in our solar plex chakra and he said we used to have intuition in our solar system then wisdom is within and we discarded intuition for tuition and we would pay tuition at these institutions that separated us from our true knowing i'm like wow that is cool and amazing but it really is when we can heal and align and go within and be be in that present moment to stop watching the stupid news to turn off real housewives of whatever, even if it's entertaining, it's not a judgment of these things. It's, it's, it's literally those they're fun. It is fun. But if it's at the expense of us not being grounded, us not being clear, us not having those present moments, then no amount of fun is worth it. There's, there is no, um, there's no formula. And Hmm. I know, I'm going to, I'm going to push it back and just for the sake of conversation. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, there is no formula though. Right. Hmm. Um, if you can, if you can plunk down on your couch and watch whatever it is <laughs> consciously, yeah. let's, let's yeah. just, just put it out there. Right. Like consciously. Right. Consciously say I'm, I'm going to sit on my sofa because my body is appreciating just the, the pure relaxation of being in this present moment now. Mm. Um, I have, I'm choosing to watch this, yeah. you know, TV show. Right. For the sheer entertainment and the joy of my being. Mm. I mean, I could sit there and meditate. <laughs> yeah, right. Irritated by right. how hard the floor is because I'm sitting down on the floor and I can be 
um, I don't know, I could, I could be uh, thinking a million different things about how much I hate that I had to wear the mask in the grocery store today and hmm. blah, 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 and listen to my narrative. Or I could recognize that right now in this space and time, I'm agitated. If I sit down to meditate, it'll probably perpetuate this narrative that I have in my head. And so mm. to stop that and to close it down, I'm going to do something that really pulls my vibration up because I truly enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So the vibration of my experience is much more elevated when I'm watching the real housewives of whatever. I don't watch that, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. Right. And I don't even know why I use it as an example, but no, yes. no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, I, but I get it. Right. Like, cause right. I think Again, and I'm going to bring it back to judgment. Mm. There are no prescribed activities that are spiritual. There are no prescribed activities that are non-spiritual. Mm. You know, growing up, we heard the rhetoric, um, the whole war on drugs, like drugs are bad, drugs are yeah. this, drugs are that. And, um, you know, I had a conversation with my dad just last week and I was like, you know, there's, you know, we were talking about alcohol and the effects of alcohol. And, and we were talking about how the vibration when you, when you consume alcohol, the vibration of your being is, is severely compromised. Yeah. Um, but yet it's always been socially acceptable to drink. And growing up, it was always like drugs are bad, drugs are bad, but the marijuana has, has been a key to many people opening their minds. Yes. And I'm not going to generalize it and say it is the answer. It is, it's not the answer right. because you can find that experience in everything. Right. Um, right. And, and the point is that, that there is no, anything prescribed stems from judgment. Hmm. Anything of intuition that is yes. divinely guided. Yes. That is what you're seeking. Hmm. Right. Like, I know I'm taking it a little bit further, but I think that we're ready at this point in time. I said to my husband and to just today, I said, this is it. We are here. Hmm. We yes. Are here. Yes. And yes. It just feels like that. Like, we're not like, oh my God, this is leading up to something big. Oh, yeah. wow. This, no, we are, we are in it. We yes. are in it right now. And yes. I think this is the time where we, we just need to make the choice. We make, make the choice. Like I, I'm going to do whatever it is that makes me feel good. Mm. And to go back to your point of contrast, contrast is everything. Yes. I think when you can, when you can uh, shift your vibration to perceive things as simply understanding, I want more of that. And I want more, I want less of this. I want more of that, less of yes. this, more of that, less of this. The less of this will fall away. Right. Right. But if you utilize that experience of having something or of watching something that you, you don't want to have and you just witness it, not as you, not as you are experiencing this, this is an experience right. here. And I'm choosing to, to say, thank you. No, thank you. Mm. And then just shift back to that, that glimpse, that taste of, of bliss or fun or whatever it is that you had, um, go back there. And then yeah. when you slip out, just witness it again and be like, oh yeah, I'm back here. I'm back here to understand what it is and get even more clear yes. on what it is that I do want. Yes. It is such a gift to have that awareness. And I think everyone listening, the gift of consciousness 
is the first gift. And one of the things that radically changed my perspective and really, I would say changed my life because it shifted my awareness was giving thanks for waking up in the morning. Um, in Judaism, the very first prayer is the Moadani, which, and they, they say, they teach, the rabbis teach that you're never as close to death as you are when you're asleep, that your soul leaves and then comes back in. And so they give thanks. And the prayer is, I thank you, O living and eternal King for returning my soul within me with compassion and loving kindness for great is your faithfulness. It's a really beautiful prayer. It's like, I have nothing to worry about. I am so grateful that I even have consciousness. And when I started thanking God, the fair, I mean, it has literally become the, it's the first thing I, I do when I wake up, I thank God for returning my soul within me. Oh man, just to be grateful for the conscious awareness is, has, has, because anything is just gravy after that. It's like being grateful for just awareness and then other good things. It, it, it's radically changed my life versus like, oh, I got to work today. Oh, I got this meeting today. Like, oh, I used to just, I used to have dread so much. I used to like carry this constant dread, which messed oh, yeah. my digestive system up and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, and I was like, oh, thank you for that. I'm awake. It's incredible. And the, the important thing here is the gratitude. Yes. Again, yes. the vibration of gratitude, the vibration yes. of elevated emotion yes. will actually have you operating from, an, from a higher place of consciousness. Yes. So for you, you can really connect with the feeling of being aware. You can connect with the feeling of being conscious. Yes. And so when you can associate that moment and that experience with, with, with the thank you, Yes. You shift your vibration into gratitude. Gratitude mm. is a very high vibrating emotion. Yes. So let's say for the next person, maybe they don't have the same appreciation for awareness as, as you may, as you do. They may not have that. But what they can do is they can find something that, that creates that, evokes that, that emotion of gratitude. So it, it mm. could be looking at your children. Yes. You know, yes. Your two-year-old comes bounding into the bed and you feel so grateful. Yes. You feel so much gratitude for the opportunity to be his or her parent. Hmm. You feel gratitude for the joy that this being brings into your life. You feel joy and gratitude for the unconditional love that this person mirrors of your mm -hmm. true self yes you know that's one or or it could be you know um i have gratitude that i get to go to the gym yes you know yes. some people just get that high yes. and and like again nothing is not spiritual nothing is spiritual it is all it's all here for the taking yes that's right so like it's just about tying the emotion to an experience hmm most important part is the emotion right and the 3d the emotion is the gateway to consciousness hmm. that's that's what's unlocking all these the, the expansion of our 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 awareness it's unlocking it so yes really just being able to to do that why why okay so we yeah the 3d world and all that is the emotions are 
fear. Um, what are some of the emotions that our people are experiencing? Because I think this global gift that we were given in Corona, even though its intentions were for, I think, an ill intent by people, mm-hmm. um, it was used for good. And, and it's that story of Joseph. I don't know if you know the story of Joseph in the Bible, but uh, his brother sold him as a slave. They hated him <laughs> and they sold him as a slave. And then he goes to Egypt and he rises the ranks and he becomes the second in command of all of Egypt. And later his brothers come to get food and Joseph w- had the wisdom to store the grain in the storehouse. And so Egypt was prepared during the famine. So his brothers come to him and then he reveals, I am your brother. And they're like, whoa. But he said, what you meant for evil, God turned around for good. And I think that's what we're experiencing right now in the world is this global thing that, that is wrapped has actually been turned around for good. Yeah. Well, there, there's a, okay. So like if we, if we just go back to vibration, for a mm. second, um, so we know, we always say lower vibration emotions, right? Yeah. So you, you named a few, fear, anger, jealousy, hatred, mm. judgment. Yeah. Dread. Dread. Yeah. If all these things are lower vibration. Then you have the higher vibration. You have joy, yes. bliss, satisfaction, appreciation courage yeah courage yes but even even courage courage is not it's the bridge i think it's like the as as high right it's not as pure a vibration as these higher vibrations right it is it is like again it's part of the ladder right yep it's a ladder Um, so so we have the spectrum of vibration Hmm. the thing is with the lower vibrations they have a ceiling there's a ceiling. And so as soon as you shift past the ceiling from which in the space that they operate, they no longer exist. You don't experience anger when you're experiencing bliss. Yeah, that's right. It's it's impossible. Right. You don't experience jealousy when you experience satisfaction. Mm right? You don't experience um, lack when you experience abundance. Yeah, that's right. And like, these are very obvious contrasts, but when you place them, you know, just side by side in a very black and white space, you can feel the vibrational difference. Hmm. And the point I'm trying to make is that when you're you cannot be affected by anything when you put yourself in a space where it doesn't exist. Hmm. So even with this narrative, even with the world and I mean, we can, we can look at it and say, you know what, we're all having a joint experience Yeah. for the first time in the history of the world. We are all experiencing one thing. Right. Right. We could. You could say that it's, and while that is true, while that is true, it, every experience is, is so different because the experience of it is, is based on your level of consciousness Mm. and from the place where you choose to experience it, 
So I just, just kind of uh, going there with the. No, uh, it's it's really good. Again, but. It's interesting. Yeah, I like. I'll never forget March twelfth of this year. In mm-hmm. March twelfth, my um my greatest fear until March twelfth, <laughs> truly, I was afraid that I would be taken and killed. And in fact, when I met my wife, she had before we even started dating, she had this dream that vividly affect. It was so vivid, it viscerally affected me. And she was like, "I could describe it right now, and I will." Is that these men in black robes came and drugged me away and were drilling a, a power drill into my brain, and they turned around and said, "He knows too much," mm-hmm. and. She had that dream, told me about it, and I'm like, uh, this is very similar to the recurring nightmares that I had growing up, and, and it was crazy. I'm like, what? I'm just meeting you, and she has this dream, and anyway, I've always had this deep, deep, deep cellular level fear that I will be killed by whatever, whomever. And I can go into why and where that origin is, and I do know, and I've faced it, and I've spoke out and I beat it. However, when COVID happened and the contact tracing, the people going door to door, the and that triggered, it was like the fountain had been let suppressed. And then it just shot from like my toes to my head, just shot out. And I went on a hike and I was crying on this hike that I, I talk about this hike. I hiked this in the mountains I do this hike and I meditate in the same trail, but I was crying scared. I'm like, what is wrong? What is wrong with me? I'm successful. These things didn't matter. It was like, I was afraid of being killed. And so I did this three hour hike and I come back to the house and I didn't overcome. I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get the fear out of me. But the big thing was I was aware of the fear until I came back and I said, so be it. Like whatever it will be, it will be. And I surrendered it. And all of a sudden it was like. (sighs) And since March 12th, I have not had the fear of being killed, nor dying, nor living. It has truly gone out. And I don't know, you just, what you said (laughs) sparked this, that. There, there is the law of free will, right? <laughs> like every scripture, um, every teacher will speak of free will. Yes. Um, it's probably one of the mo- most pervasively pers- pervasive and, and spoken about laws. Yes. I think some of the other ones are probably kind of woven in or covered up or mm. whatever. But free will, and we'll ju- I'll just pull the word choice. And in that moment, you chose to, to release it. Yes. And um, I think that yesterday I was thinking about it and, and it's the, the lightness of our, our density right now, comparatively, I don't think we've ever experienced such a light hmm. lightness of being yeah. ever in, in our lifetimes, but in, in many, many, many years and 
eons. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think, uh, we've been waiting for this, this moment, like I said. And I think the power of that free will has been clarified. Mm. And because of the density kind of shifting and, and releasing, it's almost like gravity is releasing. Yeah. Um, and almost like our, um, we are, our expansion of our awareness has shifted to, to become um, into a, a newer, in a newer frequency, in a lighter frequency. Right. And so the power of free will, I believe, is magnified. And that mm. choice that you made when it when it is when it's married with that pure intention with that yes. that clear emotion um it becomes powerful mm. and so like even even with your experience of that recurring dream um with your wife experiencing the same dream and the mm. the ongoing fear that you carried within you yes um these are all timelines so any thought that we have any thought is is created in the quantum field, you can call it, um, you know, in the fourth dimension, you can call it the quantum field, you can call it the vortex, you can call it, there's many names. And these are just words, but there is a space where everything exists. Hmm. Infinite number of uh, potentialities and um, everything is there. Hmm. And so what happens is that when, whenever we choose, we shift timelines. Hmm. And we shift our timelines based on based on our, our um, level of consciousness, our, our awareness. And as soon as we vibrate at a certain level and our consciousness is operating from a space of, of beingness where each each space has um, is protected from lower vibration. Yeah. It's protected, not even protected. It just doesn't exist. It right. doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't exist where joy exists. Right. That's right. Um, so you shifted, you, you have the choice. We all have the choice every day to shift timelines. Mm. And when you have the, the knowing and the faith, the faith in the knowing, the faith in yourself and the faith in your expansive state, Yes. you know you can create and call into your experience whatever it is that you want without resistance because it already exists. And is that what is that where manifestation comes in? Is just in that precipice of free will and choosing the knowing? What would yeah, you say? Manifest, manifestation is probably the most joyous game that we get to play. Mm, yes, I I think it is the most tangible piece of our divinity mm. in the three D, and and potentially the reason why we're here hmm. manifestation allows us to tap into that creative force, the creative force that we like to call God, or we like to call source universe. Mm -hmm. um, but real in, in reality, when we expand to that level of consciousness, we are all of that. Yeah. And manifestation is just, when, when you reach um, when you reach higher dimensions of being, there is no such thing as time. Time doesn't exist. Time That's exists right. in the 3D, 4D. But as soon as you reach 5D, 6 and above, time doesn't exist. Hmm. Will and choice is instantaneous. Hmm. You know? So for me to say, I want 
a cottage on the lake mm. with a couple of Muskoka chairs sitting like facing the water. I mm. want the current to be flowing towards me so I can watch it as it kind of, you know, um, ripples over the rocks. I want to see the sun setting with these colors. Mm. I want to have um, a beautiful dog that I have a kindred connection with. Yes. I want to see my kids playing. I want that the creation of painting that picture is instantaneous mm. in a space of higher consciousness. Mm. But what we experience here in the physical realm in the 3D is time. So that may take me, that might take me a couple of years here. Yeah. Yeah. But the trust shouldn't be different. The faith shouldn't be different. The, the knowing shouldn't be different. So I know that I've created that. I might've just created that in this now moment, or I might've created that in dreams that I've had over the last few years, but I, I know I will have that mm. because I've thought it and it now exists. Creation is that simple. Thought is creation. Right. And the fact that we have an identity that is created by the ego in the 3d it it actually focuses consciousness in such a way that the creative energy is just spilling out of each one of us so quickly mm. um it's it's a beautiful process manifestation can be everything it, if you just hung your hat on that one principle of manifestation you would experience everything it is to be divine mm. that is that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I think as we, this, this discussion, I think is, we are giving practical steps. I think for, for everyone listening first is just to be aware, just to be aware of your awareness. And that's why the book, if anyone's looking for a good book to read is um, the untethered soul by Michael Singer. It's so good because it just paints a very vivid picture of being aware of your awareness. So your awareness is not you, your thoughts are not you. You are the one aware of your thoughts. And, and, he, and he uses the example of when we used to sit in movie theaters and we're just immersed in a movie and then someone sneezes and we like come out of the movie and we look over that's awareness that we can plug in or we can choose to observe us plugging in. Yeah. That is such yeah. a huge step, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's so wild that you mentioned that. I, I'm sorry. I, I need to share this with you at this Please. point because it, it's very relevant, but I wrote about this just um, last week and um, I'll just kind of put it in, in uh, Cole's notes, but it was the experience that, that society has, has um, conditioned us, you know, to let's just look at the back half of the day, but like, you know, kids get home from school, prepare dinner, eat dinner, clean up after dinner, um, you know, maybe just like go for a walk and then bedtime. And then what do, what do the parents do? They sit down. And I'm just going to talk about it from this perspective, yeah. like family life, but you sit down feeling exhausted, mm. feeling like, oh my God, I've done everything I've had to do. And now I need, now after having to do everything I sure. had to do, that was a tedious chore. I've gone to work. I've, you know, had my commute, whatever it is. Right. And now after having done all the doing 
I'm going to do something for myself. Right. And, and the, and what am I going to do? I'm going to plunk myself down on the couch and I'm going to watch some mindless entertainment yeah. that will fill my cup. That is, that is the, the lie. Right. Mm, right. right. This is the notion. But everyone says it. Oh my God. Finally, after a long day. Yeah, it's true. Oh my God. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's, totally. it's just the common narrative. Right. And you sit down, you might sit with a bowl of popcorn, mindless eating, and, yeah. and you're just like, huh. Now, if we if we were to dissect, and, and the, I kind of saw this, um, saw it this way, and I saw two two people sitting down. Mm. Now, what what do they want? What are they seeking? They're seeking love. They're seeking connection. Yeah. They're seeking um, the expansion of self. Right. They're they're seeking um, the creative play of consciousness. Right. We are all seeking these things, not yep. seeking, but we are here to experience those things. Yeah. We're seeking um, contentment, fulfillment, love, joy, blah, blah, blah. Right. All right. Of those things. Right. But our conditioned human ego based selves sit down and in front of this black box that now tells us what to think and takes us. It's almost like instead of two people facing each other to have that connection, it is, it is magnetically pulling them away from each other to keep them separate. Mm. And um, it's, it is the awareness when you can see yourself in that space, when you can see yourself yes. and say, I am a divine being who is here for the play of consciousness. Mm. I am here to manifest things that bring me great joy and happiness and love and just have a have a freaking good time, right? Yes. Like yes. just a really good time. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, and I'm here to do all those things. And, and what's going to accelerate that process is being able to do it with others. Hmm. It is not like we always look at the spiritual path as such an individual process. It's not. Right. It's That's, not. That is. It is. Yes. It is about collaboration and interaction and, um, co-creation right because our co-creative energy is amplified not by times two but exponentially right. amplified that's right but anyway that aware being aware of our awareness actually pulls us out of that simulation mm. that i just described right and you know what it opens the door for conversation for creation for inspired action yes for, for simple things that we have been already, like we're, we're human, right? Right. So what do we do together? We eat together, right? We, we cook food and we eat together in that yeah. very, very tangible 3D experience. But there is joy when you do it consciously together. Right. Right. Um, we even, even the act of cleaning, honestly, when you do it with another person and you do it consciously and you're like belting out music and you're like, you know, have, making a game of it, it becomes connective. It yes. becomes expansive. Yes, that's right. You know, things like sex yeah. and um, play right. and gardening and 
being in nature. These right. are all things like they're conduits to the divine. They're conduits to the expansion of our own consciousness. That's right. But everything that we've conditioned, been conditioned to be a part of takes us out of that. Mm. So it's like being able to find the, the, the spark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just, just, just scratch the surface and find a little bit of it. And when you find that, just stick with it and, mm. and, and go and you'll find every moment is there's something in it. Right. That's right. There's always something. As, as we, um, as we wrap this, I think my greatest encouragement for everyone is two things I want to share. First of all, I used to feel incredibly alone. Um, I, I mean, my wife and I were always co-journeying greatly together, but I, I felt very alone. Like my friends don't get the spiritual path. Like I do. I don't understand. And when I released all this judgment, all these things, I met you. I've, I've met, I have met my family and they are all over the planet. They are literally, we are literally sprinkled as like seasoning over the planet. Gordana in Sweden, you in Toronto, uh, Lawrence in Nashville or Tennessee area. I mean, just we're sprinkled all over the planet. Champ in uh, Thailand, wherever he is right now. I mean, we are the seasoning and I have never felt more connected with people that I only know. I mean, I, we know each other and it's through this digital experience, but I feel like we are co-creating this magic together. Like, you know, we, everyone listening, like BJ and I have had, I, she shoots it straight and I appreciate it. And we talk and she gives feedback and I just love it. And like, what a gift, what a gift to you. Why I'm bringing this up is you're talking about like, doing chores is better when you do it with someone and like finding when we, when we get out of judgment and just allow ourselves to receive all that is good we have met. And I want to trade our connection with for anything and all the beautiful souls and even people listening, you are part of this journey. It's just, you get to awaken to the souls that you get to have that one-on-one. It might be us. It might be a whole other expansive world, but but without the people receiving this, there, there would be no purpose for us. Yeah, to do that's right. That's right. And it's not to say that, and it's, it's definitely not the case that I'm any more elevated or conscious or awake or, you know, ascended. I, I trust that the energy that, that is happening, happening collectively Yes. and the listeners that, that you have and that are listening to this, their energy is actually propelling the conversation, our conversation to meet them where they are yes you know and we we are actually being pulled up by this conversation not because of just our our own merits or our own intentions but by the intentions of those receiving that's right and we're all serving like we're here to serve um not we're not here to serve ourselves we're here to serve together right as one right that's right so beautiful i am so thankful for you I just and I'm, I'm thankful for you too it's like it's very cyclical it's so cool I just it's yeah. so it's really just beautiful and I'm we'll do more we'll just we got more to do we have more to do together um I know um I gotta wrap here in a sec but how 
I know you're going to be coming out with uh, a course. I know that you're, you have a lot of beautiful things coming. So how can people connect with you if they have not yet done so? Follow me on Instagram and it's uh, infinite light studio. Mm. Um, and everything will come through there. Beautiful. I, I'm, I'm here to do, uh, whatever it is that's needed and I'm sure things will come forward and, and as, as there, as things are created, it will be, um, announced on there. Awesome. Through there. Awesome. And you do coaching as well. So people can, yes. yeah, yeah. If you're interested in, um, coaching just, uh, again, you can reach me through, through my Instagram channel and I'll be happy to, to serve you. Sister Bijel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for coming back. And brothers and sisters, thank you for listening and watching. My greatest desire is right now you shed all forms of the matrix system and you find for yourself love and truth and light and you search within and you don't look without any longer of like, well, if this person's in power, or this person gets elected or if they're not elected or all this stuff is just to keep you distracted. Go within, heal your heart. Share the things that you have kept secret. Cry, get the pain out of you. Receive the infinite and unconditional love that is available for each and every one of us. When we choose to step into the light, choose to speak truth, to receive truth, and where there is cognitive dissonance, we we surrender. We surrender anything we struggle with internally to say, may I, may we all receive more light, more love, more good. The next episode that I'm going to do coming up here, we're going to be talking about religion. It's very important. So many people I've had, again, I get uh, Christian people attacking me and I also get people thanking me and all of it's good. I love all of you. We do not need to agree to love one another. We simply need to love one another. So I bless you. I'm looking forward to bringing this next episode to you. I bless you all with the highest blessing, the highest good, unconditional love. The origin of which you've come from, may we all return there again. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. <music>